what I have to say is there's no better lesson that you can learn other than when you're in the fire and just going along with it. Really. So many times we think, we think, we think, we think, and we don't act. And acting is where we learn. Like we have to, we have to take that action. views and some girl content and she's like OG whiskey and water fan here and I'm like that makes me so happy yeah we love you guys we have such a good episode we have on Ellie she is the founder of Level Active she's also an NBA wifey TikTok star and great conversation we really talk about like her journey as a content creator being authentic and showing up as yourself and creating the content around like was authentic to you. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that part of our conversation. And just like kind of paving a way for yourself so that you're not, you know, because when you're an NBA wife, I'm sure that there's such a label with that. Yeah. And that's what people label you, label you as. It's just like, oh, she's just like an NBA wifey. wifey. But she really paved her own way and founded this incredible activewear brand that actually started as a food brand. But we get all into that in the episode. Yes. Make sure you guys stick around and listen to it. She is amazing. Yeah, such a such a good conversation. Like so many good bits of golden nuggets just mm-hmm. spread throughout. Mm-hmm. I love that. Gonna have good snippets from this week. Yeah, yeah, so good. So yeah, other than that, before we get into that, of course, we're gonna do our segments for you guys, our high and lows of the week, and then our deep dive, which if you're new here, our deep dive, we go into one of our brand partnerships or campaigns and we talk about how we got it, what the deliverables are, and what the rate is because we believe in rate transparency. Love that for you. In the influencer market specifically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into our lows. Our lows. What was my low? I had a pretty good week. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, if anything, the low I'm feeling this week is like an overall kind of stress and not feeling grounded. Mm -hmm. And I can attribute that to last weekend. Like I did something Saturday and Sunday. Like I kind of just had full days where I wasn't home. And that never really sets me up to have a good week where I just feel grounded. So we had kind of, and although we're not like, it's so hard to be like, I had a busy week when it's like Monday, we went to the beach. (laughs) And although that is definitely like not working, it's also just not being like, for me, rest is truly home and alone Mm -hmm. yeah like for me I'm I'm resting the best when I'm alone or with Tyler and I'm just like not talking not using my voice not like putting out energy you know like I'm just recharging so um since I didn't get that last week and it kind of like the whole week I've just felt a little more anxious a little more stressed out a little on the edge of burnout so I'm looking forward to this weekend at least you know tomorrow because I think we plan Sunday now but (laughs) at least tomorrow just resting and being home and like not feeling pressure to be editing and hitting deadlines and shooting content and making selects and all that fun stuff even though, even though I love that it's definitely like I could use some uh re- rest and recharge in my life right now love that so and I'm excited for this weekend it'll be fun we're it'll doing fun. a yacht day Sunday hopefully we manifested this we really did we this week we were like we need a boat day and then our friend Tammy was like you guys want to come on a yacht Sunday and we're like yes, yes. <laughs> I don't care who's I don't care what yeah where. okay so that was yeah that's just my little low not not nothing horrible um what so was your low I would say I had two lows this week okay one being my 
terrible period cramps that came. Mm. Uh, there's a high and low there. You know, the high is that I'm not pregnant. Oh, wait. Yeah, the high is that I'm not pregnant. Yes. The low is that uh, I'm not pregnant, so I have to have a fucking period. Yeah. And that shit sucks. Like, I wonder if having bad periods correlates to what type of pregnancy you're going to have, or is that not a thing at all? Um, I actually have heard, like, here and there, like, oh, if you have really bad periods. Because, okay, because realistically, how much worse can birth be? than my period i mean of course obviously uh, i'm not here to like say that no one's you know you're pushing out a freaking of course of course i'm saying like as far as like the contractions part of it i'm not saying like your the vagina ripping is obviously a horrible like portion of the contractions but i'm saying contractions because essentially what i feel like my cramps are are just horrible contractions so crazy that like i've never even experienced that the, the amount of jealousy that I have because dude and like like what I, like why you know and I'm I don't just want any, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm like you know trying to invalidate a pregnancy I just mean like <laughs> she's like so scared she's like no don't, don't, is a don't thing. cancel me but I mean that like I mean it quite literally because it, it's the worst pain that I've ever experienced in my life and I've been here for 26 years yeah. and like it's enough to make me want to vomit faint and shit myself at the same time yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's how horrible the pain is that i and and i nothing helps you know it's not like hey, just take some mital you'll be fine <laughs> yeah it's like no i think that this is my last day on earth um it's so wild like what in your body chemistry causes that pain and like why does it happen to some people and not to others it is some karmic bullshit i fucked i i probably murdered someone in a past life <laughs> right and the universe is now like, this is your punishment. Yeah, literally. This is to okay. keep, keep you humble. So that was one of your lows. That what was one of my lows. One? The other low was a fucking Kanye concert. Oh, And yeah. not much explaining to do there. I'm sure you guys can, you know, take some context clues. It's Kanye. It I was mean, horrible. Yeah, but there's some people who are, you know, like, I got a lot. I had a lot of friends stands. who were, like, super excited to go. Happy they went. Had the best experience ever. It's a thing. No one there had a good time. Personally, I feel I like I'm too old to enjoy events of these nature if I'm not totally invested in the artist. Like or Ariana Grande, yeah. of course. I would yeah, do anything. Exactly. For my, I would do anything for my queen. But like if I don't absolutely love, love, love them, I'm yeah. not like dealing with the inconveniences exactly. to get there. Yeah, and that was where I went wrong. But I got the free you know, some guy hit me up with free tickets. So I was more like Which intrigued is also, like, than wild. anything. Yeah, some guy gave me free tickets, like literally just emailed me and was like, hey, do you want to go? And I was like, sure. <laughs> sure. And I knew that my friend really wanted to go. And like, I knew it would be a cool experience for him. So that's also so selfless. It's what I do. <laughs> Community. But he really did Getting have back. the best time. That's nice. Like he, he was At like one of you did. He was like, this was like one of the best nights Aww. like that I've had in a very long time. He's so such an angel. He's such an angel. Not anything happening there, guys, though. Yeah. Um. But so I was happy that he had a good time. But I was like getting like I was PMSing hard as fuck and like I just didn't feel like the best version of myself like I felt like a Debbie fucking downer and I felt like I was being a bitch and I just hate that feeling and I hate being in environments that bring that out of me Mm -hmm. um and I don't know I just really regretted the entire thing uh (laughs) did not want to be there one hey no losses just lessons just lessons that I'm literally never going to a concert ever again. Unless you love them. Unless it's Matchbox 20 in July of 2023 that I already bought my tickets for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are some highs? Highs. Highs. Um, highs. It's been a really good week. Uh, I would say a high is that we, we got 
we got paparazzi on yeah, Monday and we fun. saw our friend Bianca, which we haven't <laughs> seen in a few years. Yeah, since pre-COVID. It was really nice to see her. It was so great spending time with her. And we go her. so far back with her. She was actually on our show. Watch our episode with Bianca from Myra Swim. Great episode. Yeah. We talk a lot about mental health. Yeah. So I think I'd say that's my high. I just had yeah. a really great beach day. I loved just being oh, there. God. And- haven't had a good beach day in a while yeah we were overdue for a good beach day it was very nice um my high is that we had a really great lunch yesterday with some new friends Mm -hmm. and they're starting an agency of their own and we actually met them through like a influencer brunch that we did at swan and it's just so nice to connect with people like i was telling jess after we had left a lot of times like we'll you know, we've met people through the years and have met up with them, you know, like friends through the internet or whatever it may be. And sometimes it's just like is more draining than like uh, fulfilling. fulfilling or like recharging. And I just felt like I left the lunch very like happy, inspired, happy to be connected with other like minded creatives and like just boss bitches. And it was nice. It was like a recharge, you know, because so many interactions I feel like drain me. Yeah. And it's nice. It's a breath of fresh air when you have interactions that like leave you feeling like really great. Yeah. Like we've left some interactions and we're like, why do we do this? Yeah, like, like, why this do we? This is why we don't make other friends. Yeah. No. Then <laughs> that's happened more times than I can count on one hand. Yeah. And it's just so nice because I feel like, you know, like I said, I think in last week's episode, it's like you put that that energy out and then like you kind of attract it, you know, yeah. back to you because it's like we like it didn't go out of our way to make that happen but our friend Leia, she's the one who reached out and she's like let's do it let's meet up like i feel like we could connect and just like and we never do that yeah we really don't we never do that we know we don't so it's it's nice because i'm like okay yes we this is good we need to yeah. have more friends mm-hmm. and it's nice when they can relate on so many things too. yeah um, and other than that my other high is that we shot at a new location today this morning and it was so much fun um, it was so nice we've been shooting at the same spots for like the past three years or four years now and it was nice to switch it up and everyone was happy with the lighting and the spots and it no was, one was bitching which was, no nice. was bit- yeah and it was just nice it's always a good day um you know shooting with the gals and knock- knocking out our content but also feeling inspired by the mm-hmm. content that we're doing and just like shooting the shit with the girls is always just fun yeah so yeah that was my high today love that let's get into deep dive oh yeah deep deep dive okay okay what is your deep dive brother so really cool um tiktok collab which i don't really get a ton of Mm, we love a good tiktok collab so i'm stoked um we actually talk about tiktok a lot in this episode yeah we do um but i'm doing a collaboration with bumble so fun on my single girl shit so fun as i should be Mm-hmm. And so doing a collab with Bumble and the rate is two thousand dollars. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking get. I am fucking stoked. Money, 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 money. So really stoked about that. Um, so how did you get it? They reached out. Someone, Bumble reached, someone out reached out through yeah. email. Or it was like a PR company for Bumble or something like through that. Email. Yeah, through email. Okay um and the deliverables they asked me what my rates were for something they, they kind of gave me like a brief like overview mm-hmm. and i was like listen i would charge anywhere from 1500 to 2500 depending on how big this is yeah and they were like well it's pretty easy so let's do 2000 and, and like, i was like mm, okay all right i'll take it yeah and how many followers i do like you have it picasso <laughs> how many followers do you have on tiktok great fucking question i how- think it's around 30 something 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got thirty point seven thousand. So that's I feel great. Like I had way more than that. Thirty thousand, two thousand dollars for a TikTok at thirty thousand followers. Yeah, just to give you guys, you know, for our li- our listeners to gauge where they're at and where they can look forward to. Yeah, <laughs> like the fuck are y'all doing? So, oh, and also something that you mentioned that I really like is something that I have also learned along the way recently, which is interesting, um, is to ask for the creative guidelines before giving them your quote yeah and like i think that is something that's really important because i have agreed to a rate before and then i've gotten the creative guideline and it is so intense and specific that i'm like this is so much more work than i had originally like uh in my mind agreed to but it's not their fault you know i mean it's not their fault it's my own so i think that's a great that's a great tip for anyone listening who is starting to do partnerships is really ask for that that guideline because sometimes these brands be wiling out with the shit they're requesting oh my god and i'm like wow this is so much more they're like yeah time intensive they're like we would love for you to go to walmart buy a trampoline get a watermelon get a hammer literally um, break the hammer mid-air like fruit ninja on the trampoline and you're like i thought we just agreed to a fucking post yeah. like you're asking for so much more motherfucker yeah 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 yeah. so always ask for that so i'm glad you did before giving them your your rate um okay cool my deep dive super excited about this one guys got it through my manager michael our manager he oh. We don't work exclusively with him, um, but he brings us some great deals from yeah. here, from time to time. That's how I have muscle tech through him, guys. Yeah, and he got me a brand deal with motherfucking Aerie. Period. Period. I'm doing a campaign with Aerie, which is wild. Because back in the day, dream person I would have modeled for. Dream client. And then, like, in a sense, I am modeling for them just in a different way. Yep. So it's really cool. He got it for me. Shout out Michael for. I texted know. him immediately. I was, was like, like, I was get like, me on it. I was like, get me on this campaign. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. So the the deliverables are that I have to actually appear at this event that they're having on March 16th. So I have to. I'll pe- be going. Yes, as my plus one. So I actually have to go to the event for a minimum of two hours, which is fine because like we would have went anyway. We would have went anyway. Anyways. So I have to go. I have to agree for that. Let them shoot me because we're going to like I'm going to show up in um, an outfit that we agree upon. In you should tell Aerie. Michael to send more. <laughs> send an extra. Be like, if they yeah. want just to wear it, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I will. <laughs> so talent will be dressed, covered to their comfort level and final looks will be mutually agreed upon. Oh, so I have to agree to let them shoot me in that. And my name and likeness being used in digital marketing materials for two months, which is not a lot at all. So on top of the event, I have to do one TikTok, one Instagram reel post, and one Instagram story. So fun. Oh, and the story is just live coverage of the event, which I would be doing anyways for free. Yep. Super excited. And the rate for that, ladies and gents, round, uh, drum roll, drum please, roll. is $3,500. Yeah, love to see it. That is a great paying campaign. Mm, money, 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 money. Stay with us, brothers. Ready, mm-hmm. guys, audience, everyone listening, if you're driving, if you're cooking, if you're cleaning, whatever you're Walking doing, your fucking dog. listening to this, same one, with us. One, two, three. Money, 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 money. If you say it out loud, I swear to God, it's been working it works. for us. I, 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 don't, I don't know what it is. I'm, I, I'm a witch. I don't know what I, it is. I made up this money manifestation and everyone in my life that I forced to use it 
has been manifesting so much more money into their lives. Yeah, like our project manager, Taylor, is like, I literally started saying this and I booked a shoot as a model for $600. Like, she's never done it before. She's like, booked a shoot as a model or like this brand reached out to me. She has 700 followers and this brand reached out to her and now she's doing a shoot for $600. And it's crazy. It, it, it really do be wildin'. wild. Wild. So everyone wake up, look in the mirror, say money, 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 money. Whenever and you think about it. Thank us later, brothers. Okay, let's get into the episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying it so far, let us know. Post it on your story. Send it to a friend. We love you guys so much. Enjoy love it. you. Enjoy. enjoy. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. We are here with Ellie, CEO, founder of Level. We are so, so, so excited to sit down with you today and hear all about your journey. But for those in our audience who don't already know you and follow you, uh, tell them a little bit about your background and what you are doing right now. Yeah. Well, hello. I am Ellie Leonard. I probably am best known for my presence on TikTok, where yes, I, showcase, yes, I showcase all three sides of me, where I, I'm obviously married and I've been married for six years, going on 11 years together with my husband. He was wow. a professional athlete for nine years. Goals. So that's a, it's a whole dynamic thing when you have, you know, you're traveling here and everywhere. Life is crazy, but also me as a businesswoman, as you mentioned with level, and then just me, I'm gonna say as me. I'm yeah. goofy, I am outgoing and I'm totally okay with sharing it. So that's what I do on TikTok. And that's probably what I'm best known for. So good. I love how you like have these different sides, right? Because as, especially as creators, I feel like it's easy for people to box us into just being like this one type of person with one side. Yes. So I love that you're like, no, I am a multifaceted human with a lot yeah. of different interests and things in my life. I think that's super important too, because I mean, you can so easily be put into a corner and you're yeah. like losing out on other sides of you. Mm-hmm. I see not- that a lot with like um, people on social media, they always go with what works and then it may not be what fills them up. If mm, that makes sense. Totally. And eventually that runs dry and they're yeah. like, why they're not fulfilled by what they do. And I'm like, well, what do you love? So I like, I like to be able to highlight all three. Cause I feel like they're all very important. Yeah. And I feel like especially in someone in your in your position where you are dating, a, when you're married to a professional athlete, people can yeah. so easily like just make yes. assumptions about like, oh, you know, trophy wife. And I'm sure you have gold, dealt with gold digger. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've dealt with all of the titles I can only imagine. So yes. I it's I think it's especially important for like women in your position to be showing that you're more than just a wife. That let me say that because that's actually the reason that my TikTok started exploding. I, I started to say day in life of an NBA wife, and I was really showing like, listen, he's gone. I have to handle everything. I just right. hope you guys realize that, right? And because there's the trend of hey, the athlete's wife is like scrubbing the guy's car with a toothbrush and like delivering the meals, and I'm like, hold on, we're building into this stigma. Let's actually debunk it. And I really believe that if you do not like the story that's being told, you have to tell a different one. So that's what really got me started with TikTok. And that's what took it off. I actually, I've I've obviously, I've seen all of your TikToks, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And I remember, I think one of the first like TikToks I saw was you responding to a comment that someone was like, oh, stupid gold digger. And you were like, actually uh, met my husband in college before he was anyone super important. And I think that it it is so important because, you know, people will make these assumptions about us and we have the power to control the narrative. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
And that's the beauty of social media, using it in the right way and telling the story you want to tell. I remember, so my husband had seven years in Portland and we're here in Portland right now. That's why I'm in a hotel room. But um, sorry for the bed in the background. I, I didn't even notice. Work. I thought yeah. this was your home. I was like, I love your wallpaper. Like, I thought it was cute. <laughs> But when I, the last year that he was here, I got all the wives together. I remember sitting around with them and looking at them. One was a lawyer. One was a doctor. One was an uh, anesthesiologist. One was a nurse. Like, I'm like, holy moly, but it makes sense. Like these guys are the best of the best at what they do. And you are who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. So their counterparts are usually like, excuse my French, but badass women. Hell yeah. I wanted to highlight more of that. And like, you know, you see the wags or like NBA wife, whatever the NBA or athlete wives, whatever on TV. And like, that's obviously building into the reality TV narrative that they want, but what's real is so different. Wow. That's so true. And I feel like there's, I almost want to request a reality TV show for like, you know, the other type of wives. All, no, although, you know, those wives, I'm sure will have their, <laughs> their the things other too. wives. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, like the other wives, because it's so true. And it's such a different lifestyle that I think so many people could relate to in some ways, but it's just like almost a fairy tale for others or they yeah. think it's this fairy tale. And I feel like it'd be so cool for you to like show the reality of like, no, we're fucking boss bitches doing boss yeah. bitches shit. <laughs> Thank you, you very much. See that, you see that with TikTok. Like right. Instagram was so picture perfect for so long. And then TikTok came along blowing it up of the water because you being real on a platform is what's resonating and that's what people right. want to see now and I love that like thank the lord that's what people mm, want to see yeah seriously authenticity above everything right now yeah we yes. couldn't agree more so tell us a little bit about your creator journey and like what at what point what that timeline looks like for you like when you started you know it's really interesting because I've always shared this very real side of like my husband and my relationship or just me being goofy on Instagram stories, but that doesn't live forever. Right. right? Um, and then when TikTok came along, it really took it off, but I've, you know, I've been doing it for a while. So it didn't feel weird. I remember one point in my husband's career, his team actually told him don't post on social media for a whole summer. And this was, you have to realize if it's 10 years ago is when he started social media was different 10 years ago. It was very taboo. Like mm-hmm. some guys didn't even have it yet. Right. And there was a while I remember even going to like post picture. I'm like, is this okay? I felt like we weren't allowed to, and I didn't Mm. like living in that box. So I felt like once I could finally be me and have my voice and be goofy, I'm like, I'm not hurting anyone by doing this. I'm like, I'm just living authentically. Um, so I always had something going on on Instagram, but you know, I was not the quote, let me say picture perfect. So it is what it is. And then for TikTok, it started on Christmas of 2020. And then that's when everything changed. Just so exploded cool. from there. Yeah, I feel like especially th- like 2020 being the year of the pandemic, so many things like happened. That was when we got on TikTok yeah. as well. I mean, so when a yeah. lot of people, especially like, you know, people our age and a little older, like that's when our generation got on the app. Because yeah. before that, it was yeah. very much teenagers dancing. And it, it was like, yes. you know, it was taken yeah, over by I will admit, them. I tried that, but I can't dance, y'all. But we all tried that. Let's be real, okay? We all tried that. And I'm so glad that it's come like, uh, it's developed into its own thing now where we don't have to do that. Oh my God, that was painful. You actually so- just reminded me of like us trying, she would like, get so frustrated with me trying to teach me the fucking dances and I was like dude I cannot do this I'm like we're not gonna make it on TikTok if you don't get it together 
yeah, you make no. or break based on yeah, your dance it, moves. It was bad. <laughs> um, so how do you how do you feel like you you fit content creation into your everyday life? Is that like your number one priority? Or are you already living your life and then pressing the record button and going about your day? How do you approach that? You know what? Until like I honestly like this week, I've always done voiceovers because one of the things I realized is it's really easy to take like a quick video and still be in the moment versus like when you're always talking to the camera walking around it's very invasive um most of the stuff i do if i'm talking to the camera i'm in my own home so it's like not weird i'm i i still am like a little shy when it comes to being like hey guys this is what i'm doing out (laughs) out in the wild like i don't know i'll get there probably but i really found voiceovers allows me to tell the story of my day without like being invasive i love Love that that. that's so good because I, i it's so true it I feel like people don't realize that it is invasive. It might seem very natural, like when you're watching it, but to be there, like taking the video, it is invasive. Like that's a great way to say it. And then what you're doing is like, you're attracting attention and people are like, oh, what is she doing? And they're staring at you while you're in public. And it's so much nicer to do from like the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, but kudos to the people who can do it because they have like, they're fearless. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we need to get there. I don't know. I also, when I see people hustling and doing their thing like that, like we live in Los Angeles right now. So you see it literally everywhere. Um, I'm like, good for them. Like they're, totally and i think there's you know certain content that works for certain creators like uh, one's type of content doesn't work for everyone you know and i think that's good because then it's everyone's not doing the same stuff you know like there's variety in what you're seeing on these platforms and i feel Mm -hmm. like your area matters so much too because like it's so much different for like a content creator in la or miami or even new york to like yes. go out on the street and film and people are like, oh, just another influencer. Yeah, but literally. if someone did that in their like little hometown of North Carolina, like people would be like, they need to go check into, on the check, into, <laughs> check into rehab. Yeah. And I mean, as someone yeah. who grew up in North Carolina, I can attest to this. Um, so, you know, just for the people out there that are trying to create content and are struggling because of that, like you're definitely seen and heard. And it is a lot easier if you're in yes. a location that is, it's normalized Major in. city, yeah. Or even 100%. just combining it, like if you're living at home with your family, like in your bedroom, mm-hmm. like, you know, whether you're doing makeup tutorials or like how you're arranging your room or whatever your gig is, like find a space that you feel the most comfortable because that's when like, A, you'll have the most fun, but also B, it's going to come off the most genuine to your audience. Yeah, yeah. And you'll be so much more inspired. Like if you're not inspired by like the place that you're creating in, it'll be so much more of like a task and like a chore for you to do rather than something that like you actually enjoy sitting down to do. Yeah. And that's what I find. Like people are like, how do you have time to like do all these different things? I'm like, hold up. You have to understand. I actually love the content creation part. And when I start to not love it, I I step back and I'm like, well, why? Like, is Mm -hmm. it because it's directed so much on like one thing and I feel like I'm boxed in and I can't be creative or I've, but I've always enjoyed it. So I think people having that check-in with themselves too is really important. Yeah. So I love good. that you said that because that's actually something that we did personally and have encouraged our listeners to do since then is because we started to get so uninspired by the content that we were creating. And we yes. were like, is this it? Is this all there is to this? So we did a like brand audit where we kind of just like did a deep dive on our content and was like, what don't I like here? What do I like here? you know, putting together people who inspire us and like trying to recreate like that sort of content. And since then, I feel like we've been in a such happier place Mm -hmm. when we're creating, which is really nice. 
Yeah. And coming back to like what you want to share, I, I truly believe like everyone has, has a gift, whatever their gift may be, they might be, you know, a doctor, they could be a lawyer, they could be a content creator, whatever it is. And it's your job to share that gift with the world. Mm -hmm. So thinking back of like, what were you given, which you guys, like you're given a voice, you're given a platform. And then what do you want to share from that voice? I think that's a really big also responsibility of women too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. If we're going to speak up, like we got to think about what we're saying, because yes. we're going to get more and more respect with, you know, saying things that should be respectable. Right. Right. So true. Being intentional about, because I mean, at the end of the day, although it's such a weight to bear, we do represent all women everywhere. You know, it's like yes. one, one girl goes out and says something uncut gems and it's fucking circulated around the fucking world. And now, you know, she, she sort of has this kind of stereotype around her now whereas you know if the message that's being circulated is so powerful like i'm sure you've seen the creator drew afoalo yes she like shits yes. on men absolutely yes, fucking best. love her a queen she has blown up over fucking night like i remember yeah. i followed her when she had literally thirty thousand followers and now she has six million and yeah. and the message that's being circulated is that we're no longer taking shit from men and it's just like, that's why it's so important what we do choose to share and that we make sure that we are intentional about it because it gets out there and it's yeah. perceived and people absorb it and it, it changes the narrative. It really, really does. You're so right. I'm curious to know what your advice might be for creators who are feeling like either pressured into finding a niche. Cause I feel like a lot of the advice out there is like, make sure you niche down, niche down, niche down, figure out what your niche is. And I do feel like there are pros to that. Right. But I also feel like, like how we started this conversation, like we're humans, we have many different interests and especially with you, like, you know, showing these different sides, what would your advice be about niching down? Well, you better like the niche you pick. I'm going to say that much. Right. <laughs> right? Um, I think a lot of us, we are pressured into a niche based off of what we see in others, mm. right? It's not yeah. necessarily between like, we don't look inside, like inward and go, Hey, these are the things that I enjoy doing. These are the pieces of me. Mm. They look, they look outward and say, okay, I see someone doing more blog content. I see someone mm. doing only fashion content and they try to fit into that. And they yeah. don't actually, and I think that's the reverse. If we can reverse that and look inward, I, I get the niche, right? Because I can tell you right now, if I do a day in the life, it's going to probably do better than if I just do something random, right? right. Mm -hmm. So I, it is a niche-ish. Now I have columns within that niche. So, but that's something I, I went inward for because I was like, hold on, these are the three sides of me I want to be showing. Mm -hmm. mm, I love that. That's really sound advice. Yeah. And I it's because I feel like so many people are like, oh, like, look at what's doing well. And then, yeah. you know, recreate that content rather than just doing what inspires you. And even just from our own for you pages, like we'll see like the most random shit like coming up and people are loving it. Like there's this one like Instagram or TikTok live that I keep seeing. Mm -hmm. And it's this girl making these custom tumblers. I don't know if you've <laughs> yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like doing these drops. Right. And yeah. it's like, that girl didn't look at fucking TikTok and was like, yeah, you know, what's working? Th this this yeah. is working. She just yeah. was doing her own shit and now her fucking business is popping off. It's because she yeah. just shared what she was doing and what Authentic she liked doing. to her. And she's like this like old little lady. She's fu <laughs> so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's amazing, but though. you know, like people want to see you doing what inspires you. Like it could be the most simple thing like you fucking watching paint dry and yeah. people will watch it because they're fascinated to see inspiration in the making and that's what 
we have to remember people connect with people. Yes. So that's why I know for my, me personally, I, people connect with a story and that's what I do. I tell stories, whether mm -hmm. it be how my husband and I met, what's going on in our day to day. Mm -hmm. um, that's what's working also for like, like that's niche is such a funny word. Your Tumblr girl, like there's no way she woke up and she's like, oh yeah, the giant Tumblr community on TikTok. Yeah. Like she, she was just, that's what's real with her. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. But I also think sometimes we don't ask ourselves what we want to do. So you have to realize I moved out after I finished school and my husband is the best in the world at what he does. There is nothing that I'm going to do. I mean, maybe I shouldn't cut myself short, but like best in the world at let's say 19, 20 years old, let's be very realistic. Right. <laughs> and so there is an identity crisis that yeah. you go through of like, who am I? What am I doing? Cause you also want to be someone in a relationship. And if I always felt like it was in his shadow, mm -hmm. it wasn't going to work. Mm. So I did this exercise and I totally made it up, but it worked, especially at that period in my life. What I did is I took all of these core values and I basically eliminated them down. I went down to 20, then 10, then five, then I found three. And at the time for me, for me, and everyone is different. I had productivity, creativity, and health. And I realized that if every single day I was productive, I did something whether it be working out or just um, meditating, you know, that was the health side, or I did something creative where brainstorming, creating, whatever it may be, I felt fulfilled at the end of the day. And mm. at that period of time, I needed that because I That's felt good. so unfulfilled. That's so good. And it's that. like, it doesn't, I feel like we, we make things more complicated sometimes. Like I, that is such a simple an easy exercise for someone to just sit down and do if they're feeling like they're in a rut or, you know, in a funk. And it's so effective because it's like at the end of the day, it's like, what is going to make me feel whole? What is going to yeah. make me feel good? What is going to lift me up? And when you think about your values, it's like you can have all the success, all the money, all those things. And that's why people are still don't feel like fulfilled, mm -hmm. you know, even yeah. with all the success and the wealth, because you have to think about your personal values and what fulfills you and what like you know, makes you lights your fire, lights your fire, makes you yeah. excited to start the day. That's so good. Even today we were, we did some content earlier and I like was in such a better mood this morning. And yesterday I woke up in a terrible mood. So I was like, all right, let me like look inward. What changed from yesterday to today? And it's that I was like inspired that I was going to shoot at like such a beautiful location and be creative. And I was like, all right, how can I take, you know, this feeling and make sure that I feel it like every day? Like what do 24 I need, what do I need to do to like, <laughs> all you know, times. <laughs> yeah, like what do I need to do to inject this into my veins? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just have to like, even in like small moments when you find yourself feeling joy, say, okay, what, what is bringing me this joy and how can I carry this into all of my days forever? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also stopping to think about it too. Mm -hmm. I think life goes by so fast. I think that yes. was a beautiful thing with the pandemic and saying that we all had to slow down and reset and rethink. But now as life is picking back up, thank goodness, mm -hmm. making sure that now we're finding joy in things outside of our homes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. What was that? What are these pieces? You know, you guys have heard of like the 80, 20, right? Mm -hmm. So like 20% of what you do will give you 80% of the results you want. So whether that right. be in business, it's like 20% of your customers will do 80% of your sales mm -hmm. or 20% of what you do gives you 80% of your joy. Right. People need to figure out what that 20% is and put so much more value on that. Yeah. And it's, we talk a lot about intentions on our show and like, that's, that's everything. Like if you're not living your life with intention, 
you I feel like it's just not that you're not living your life, but you're really missing out, you I know, mean, on some core things. You kind of really aren't living your life, <laughs> if we're being real. Yeah, it's so easy to fall life into. Life is just passing you by. It's really easy to fall into a mundane, you know, just every day, same thing, go to bed, wake up, do this, do that. And I even find myself like on my busiest weeks where I'm like, when was the last time I checked in with myself? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it was about a week ago where I just like stopped journaled self-reflected like just checked in and saw like where I'm at you know and it's so important to like make sure you're you're making time for those moments instead of like oh I'll do it when I have time it's like no you have to make time be so intentional about being intentional like write that into your schedule if you need to have to and we need to slow like as a whole society it's like we're going so fast and we're so stressed out we have so much more stimuli in our face at all times. Like right. we, we have to be intentional about grounding ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so important. I did um, the five minute journal for like a while, especially like a little bit pre pandemic. And then of course, you know, the pandemic happened and I was like, what am I grateful for today? <laughs> <laughs> like, same shit I've been doing for the past two months. Um, but I really want to start picking it back up because it's, it's so, I feel like it's such an easy way for anyone who's trying to like, bring intention into their life and honestly gratitude because it says like, you know, what are three things that you want to do today? And then at the end, it was like, what are the three best things that happened to you today? And it gives you such a, just a small moment to reflect and say, what did make me happy today? And how can I include that moving forward? Yeah. And it's so easy to forget those little moments sometimes. And I really, I really enjoy that for anyone who is kind of struggling with that. I feel like the five minute journal is a really great way to kind of start introducing that practice. Did you notice if your three that you wanted to do were the three you liked the most at the end of the day or were they completely different? Um, they were typically pretty similar. Sometimes I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to. But a lot of the time it would just be for like good weather, you know, so a lot of the time, like my health, you know, having a really hard laugh or even like a really hard cry, like any, all of these, you know, really small moments that I have found throughout my life bring me joy. Like I can truly look at like a blue sky and like some sunlight and just be so profoundly grateful because some people... I don't know. It just brings me so much joy. You know what I mean? So that was typically Mm -hmm. what my roundup at the end of the day would look like. Yeah, no, I got you. I used to, I think it, I don't know, it was a five minute journal, something like that. And I noticed that the things I was grateful for were like the smallest pieces. Like I got to have breakfast with my husband, like, like weird little things, Mm -hmm. not like the craziest moment of the day by any means. Right. Didn't have to get like the craziest deal of my life to Mm -hmm. have had a joyful day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so important to find those small moments because at the end of the day, like that's what makes up our life are all of these small moments Mm -hmm. accumulated. Do you have any sort of, before I move on, do you have any sort of, um, I'm curious to know if you have any morning routine, nighttime routine, journal routine, what that might look like for you? Yeah. Um, well, it's changed a little bit because I am pregnant right now. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. I t- yeah. 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 Yep. I saw. So, um, <laughs> I saw your TikTok. pre-pregnancy, I had, I would always work out in the morning. I would meditate. And then there's this thing called, um, insomnia <laughs> that hits you <laughs> as a pregnant woman that I've been sleeping a little bit more and my exercise has just been a tiny bit off. But what yeah. I found is even being pregnant, working out in the morning, it's some reason the jump starts my day. My mind is clearer. And they say like the habits of like the most successful people, they either read, they exercise, journal, meditate and, or write. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I have found over the years that doing at least one of those things in the morning helps me kind of yeah. focus my day in. Wait, how so far good. along are you? I'm so excited. Uh, um, I am almost to my third trimester. I'm a week away. Wow. I know. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Do you know the gender? You don't have to share. Yeah. Yeah. And we've shared. It's a boy. It's oh. on TikTok. Yeah. Okay, that went yeah. viral. I miss that. Miss that. Oh, wow. It's like yes. a, it has a million likes. So cool. Oh my God. I'm yeah, so excited big. for you. It's, it's going to be a big baby. My husband's seven foot. So Jesus. I, so oh I'm like God. praying Later. that like I can tie my shoes still. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm 5'10". Oh, so you're wow. Tall. That's tall. Yeah. I mean, but shit, seven foot. Wow, yeah. but that's, an, yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> that is so exciting. I love how you are. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, she's, she's whiskey and water. Um, that's so exciting. So what has that been like for you, like, working while pregnant? You mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. It's been very interesting. And what's, I really believe everything happens for a reason. So yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because where level started out, it was actually a food business. It was a food business. I started for my husband. I was making him protein bars to go on the road for his career. He, he changed his whole diet. It changed his life and nothing like met the needs. And also he has very high taste requirements. So I started <laughs> in my kitchen, like making these bars and then he was trying to like give away to all his teammates and friends and the people were trying to buy them. And I ended up hopping into a kitchen with a food scientist formulating this. And I did it for two years, two wow, and a half wow, almost. Cool. And you have, this is where it kind of gets back to owning who you are. Since I did it for him, I really did find myself within it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Cause it was like my own thing, my own grind, but I would never make a product that was only for women ever. Cause that would just be honestly like dumb as a business owner. Right. But it also allowed me to not like have to fully step into the spotlight. If that makes mm, sense. Yeah. So it was two, two and a half years in, and we started to launch merch because for the first two years of a business, you're trying to like build brand recognition. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's basically what you're doing. You're trying to right. get the word out who you are anyways. We started watch merch and I did a male, like a unisex drop. And then I did only female and the female stuff took off Opt like off. wildfire. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like I was playing it so gender neutral, but like yeah. at the same time, like I, I kind of had been the face because like I'm doing the behind the scenes and day-to-day -day stuff. Right. And so I'm like, this is weird. I'm going to test it again. Another drop went crazy. Eventually we do this giant one. It, it forecast to outperform the bars that like we've been doing for the last two years. Wow. And two weeks later, my manufacturer called me and said, Hey, we're shutting down the line because with COVID the employment issues are killing manufacturers. So they're dealing with terrible anyways. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to all that long story. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, at that point, I'm like, this is a weird sign. Like, that this was taking off at the exact same time. Let's step back, right. let's, let's reassess. And then, man, that was the middle of the summer. And I found out I was pregnant four months after. But the difference wow. is, the difference is, is that with a non-perishable good, you don't, you're not always running up against the clock. And when you're in the food world, girls never get in the food world. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't okay. do it. Noted. Stay away. Noted. <laughs> Stay away. You don't have to it tell is, us twice. It is tough. It is yeah. so tough. Um, and it probably takes one twentieth of my time that the, the food did, the mm. apparel side does. And it's something that now I've realized, like, 
it happened for a reason because I can do this while I'm pregnant and while, when I have a baby, so I don't have to lose me. Cause I was really worried about that for years. Honestly, like we've been together a long time, right? Mm-hmm. I knew my life would, would change. His life really couldn't. He would always be on the road and traveling. He has to go to practice. Mm-hmm. We bring in this little human being into the world. Mine was going to change a lot. Right. So it was uncanny timing. Wow. That is so neat. So serendipitous. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, it's funny because we're always like, oh my God, what a coincidence. And we're like, is it, is it a coincidence (laughs) or is the universe just like working? Uh, that's so cool. Tell, I'm curious to know, like stepping up into this, you know, founder role, what that felt like for you, because I know you kind of, you know, you're already doing with the bars, but I'm assuming there was this whole rebrand once you decided to really launch level up as this or level as this legging and this, you know, this company for women. What, what was that like for you? Did you have any sort of identity crisis, any sort of, um, imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome? Oh, girls, I'll tell you, I had so much imposter syndrome when I was starting a business in general. Okay. Cause I, like no matter what you do, it doesn't just have to be like, Hey, stepping into like this women apparel business, anything you're going to have imposter syndrome and you don't trust your gut. And and what you realize is like the reason that things are working is because you're following your intuition as a leader. Mm -hmm. I'll also say too, like I had a pretty large team with the, with, um, the food business and managing people is tough and learning that like in the middle of doing it is really difficult as well. Um, what I have to say is there's no better lesson that you can learn other than when you're in the fire and just going along with it. Yeah. So many times we think, we think, we think, we think, and we don't act and acting is where we learn. Like we have to, we have to take that action. Yeah. So, so true. We, we can relate to that a lot. What's that quote that you've said? That's like, um, if you, it's like, if you want to have personal growth, start a business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's yes. like if you yeah. want to challenge yourself and you know grow into the next version of yourself just start a business yeah. because you have to realize too and you guys are probably learning this as well building your podcast there is no degree you can get that will teach you everything you need to know about building a business no, no shot not, not even close no shot even what I mean, you, you said you have to be a lawyer you'd be an accountant you'd have to be oh, so right right to be everything and, and what you said about like managing people is, is huge because we, we on the side, not on the side, we actually own a content creation agency, okay. uh, on you know, side. on the right, on the side, um, in addition to like just being influencers and do the podcast. So it's like an aspect of our work. And that has probably been the biggest challenge for us is managing people. Yeah. It's been so hard. Yeah. What would be your advice, you know, now that you're kind of for a little further along on that journey to people who are just now starting that, like that learning curve, be patient with yourself, give yourself some forgiveness because let's be real. We're all our harshest critics. You know, we, we always think we could do more, um, when it comes to managing people specifically meeting with them and setting expectations. So you have something to fall back on is really important. That was, that was difficult for me to begin with because, I don't like formalities. I'm a really chill person, like in general, like I'm like, cool, you're doing your job. We're having fun. This is awesome. But at the end of the day, you have to lay out like, Hey, here's what, you know, here are the expectations for you. These are what I want to see because if it's met awesome, if it's not met, you have to make sure they can't be like, Hey, listen, I didn't know this was a responsibility. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's a lot of pressure as a business owner, because you're either thinking like, no, no, we definitely talked about this. Or you're like, oh my gosh, maybe I didn't set them up enough. You know, yes. you start to doubt yourself. And more times than not, when I didn't 
have that foundation or framework, I always internalized it. I'm like, I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. I didn't mm-hmm. do enough for them. And that's when I there got to a point where I was like, I had no breathing room. I had no capacity left for me because I was so worried about giving myself to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's so good. I think that there's a really fine line between like taking accountability and also giving people like the benefit of the doubt, but also holding them accountable mm-hmm. because it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a team effort. It's like, okay, I take accountability for maybe not communicating this more clearly, but you also need to see the accountability on their end. Totally. And because if not, then it's like, it, it's just going to keep happening, you know? So, you mm. know, there has to be a really nice like balance and kind of dance to it. Yeah. Which we've, it's, it's such with. a dance. And whenever a project finishes too, going back and saying what went well or what didn't go well too, that helps you set up and make it better for next time. Love that. Yeah, that's so good. And that's like a good practice to get in the habit of like, we'll do end of the month um, check-ins with our team and that's been really good, but I love like doing it almost on a, on a project basis because every project is different with different elements to it Mm -hmm. and different needs. So it's cool to like sit down and assess it. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, think of, you guys are probably doing with your podcast at the end of the month or the quarter, you're going back and you're like, what performed the best? What do we talk about? You know, and (laughs) okay, maybe not. We can't, we can implement it now. (laughs) Great idea. Or even, or even with social media, right? What's performing, what's not. It's the exact same thing when you take into a business, but it could be by project or by person, whatever it may be, because you need to know what worked and what worked maybe for the dynamic with this team or this individual. And then how do we bring that? I say, I say, I call it, um, did wells and next times. So what do Mm. we do well? And what do we just need to fix for next time? Right. I like that because it's not as harsh. It's not like this is where we, you know, messed up and we could have did this better. It's like, no, it's, we, we have a, we have a saying that we use almost every day. No losses, just lessons. Yes. You know, people are like, oh, you took the L and it's like, no, you didn't. Like, especially in this world of entrepreneurship, like there's no such thing as L's. You just have to learn from it and move on and keep trucking along. Even with like failure, like failure is such a foreign like concept to us because I don't think that we would see anything as a failure necessarily. I think we would just see it as a lesson. Yeah. And also the idea that failure is a bad thing, like Mm -hmm. too, is the stigma that we need to debunk because if something didn't go well, there was a reason and there's something you learned out of it too. Yes. Yeah. And even if it's to nudge you in a different direction, like that's, there's purpose behind that. Like there's a reason, you know, it's, it's bringing you to a greater place. Uh, tell us a little bit about level. I want to give it, it's like moment to shine and tell us about the concept and you know, what you love about it. Like why you think our audience needs to know about it. I want to hear about it all. So obviously I told you it started very organically and unintentionally. So I love that. And it's grown. And I, when the bar stopped, And I was like, I want to do this apparel thing. Mm -hmm. I thought about what I wanted it to be because I knew how much time and energy it took to do the food side. And I was like, what was I missing with my did wells and next times, right? And what I love was the community part. I love having a community. So what I've decided is, listen, I'm not trying to be the next Lululemon. I'm not trying to be the next Aloe, which is probably really like, okay, wonderful. Glad you're trying to start a apparel company with that mindset. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I will be totally honest about that because what I want to do and what I have been doing and that what I found has worked is I build it with my community. Mm. So how it 
what really took it off is fun fact, I did work at Lululemon back in the day. So like, I'm very aware of how confusing fabrics are, right? When you walk in or you're trying to order something online, you're like, I have no idea what the difference between these 18 different fabrics are. Right. So I was trying to find a signature fabric for level. And what I did is I said, Hey, listen, I'll give you a pair free. You buy one. So a BOGO pretty much, Mm -hmm. but basically I'm doing this and I'm only going to do it for the first like year because I want you to help me pick out my signature fabric. Okay. That's cool. Then the next time I did it with style, the sports bras, I'm like, okay, do you like this style or this style better? Cause whatever you guys like more, we're going to bring in. And then I started doing it with colors. And so when I found out I was pregnant, I'm like, hold up. I got to look at all of 2022 now. Cause at some point I have to ha- I have to like birth this child and be away <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah. At some point that's going to come very right. soon. And I'm like, okay, what by the end of 2022 do I want to have together? And what's this collection look like? And I want to do it with the community. So it's, that's actually been what's working for me. And that's why I'm saying like TikTok is invaluable when it comes to this, because it's part of my story. And then I'm also like, listen, I want to have Lululemon quality at like a half the price of the cost. Yeah. It's, it is pretty crazy. And then what I ultimately want to do is I want to do this well, and I want to do it right. And I want to build a community because I'm very, very passionate about helping other women find their direction in life. So I want to have something on my resume that was like, listen, I did this. I've built this. You know, I have this track record. Right. So I can go into a mentorship role to figure help other women build their businesses. So that's why I'm like, listen, I don't want, I don't, I'm not trying to become the next aloe. I'm trying to do something right. So I can then pay that forward for future girls. Something bigger. Yeah. You have a bigger why behind it. Yeah. And that was, and that all stemmed from being like, to be honest with you, an NBA wife. It mm. really did. I saw like these rock star women under the stigma and like loss of like who they are or direction because they've compromised for their significant other. And I'm like, it was something that became like, so like, I don't consider myself like a feminist, but like, I'm like, it was very, I'm passionate about it. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And I love that. I think that it's It is. It's such a bigger why. And I feel like a lot of people are in it for, you know, the wrong reasons, which, you know, money isn't the wrong reason. You know, everyone has to make a living. Yeah. Has to make a living. We totally support chasing that bag. But Mm -hmm. I love that you have a bigger why behind it because it does leave a larger impact, impact and and footprint, a legacy behind you. You know what I mean? So literally what I'm doing is I'm building, I'm trying to build a community through athletic wear. That's what I'm, that's literally what I'm trying to do. That's so great because it's also already such a good community, you know, mm-hmm. like just the yeah. workout, health, wellness. It And it can be, I feel like there's different sides to it because like, I feel like there is also a toxic side of the wellness community where it's like, you know, really intense and almost yeah. like shaming. But then there's like a really beautiful side that's like encouraging each other to just be the best versions of themselves. And at the end of the day, like that is all he could ever want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really love that concept of like how having them pick like that is so smart. Yeah, we call them insider boxes and we just launch, we release them, we drop them, whatever you want to call it, every so often. And then by the end of 2022, I want to have this like full collection. Okay, cool. So you're still in like the process of doing these drops and Mm -hmm. then you'll have like the full collection ready to go. Love that. So within the box, do they keep one pair and send a pair back or are they they keeping both? both? Oh, they're keeping both. both. I want you to wash it. I want you to wear it. You can return it. You can exchange it. Like, listen, I... Like my end goal is to like make sure they love the product, but also to really try to show like I'm investing in 
and them and their opinions. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure like the community's voices have a have a way to be heard. And this was kind of like it, it tied all in back to that mission of like building a community and elevating people, women's voices. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some males that obviously wear leggings. Yeah, but I mean, hey, primarily female. <laughs> that floats your boat. So how yeah. do they? How do they give you that feedback? What like how so, do they let you know? Yep. So what happens is if through an email flow or a text message, like after their order, so many days, it's like, hey, vote. And then they go in and they can leave a review. But what I love also is this is how much of a community it is. Like on the reviews, people are like, thanks, Ellie. Like I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> like it feels like they're talking to me, but yeah, yeah. Like, like we get a ton of reviews and votes from it, which is incredible. That is that. so cool. Like what a cool way to do market research yeah. while you're like running a business, you know, because I think yeah. a lot of people think market research before you launch, but like you're literally launched running the business while you're doing market research. Like it's so smart. And that, but that's also something too, where you feel like you need to come to the table with your best self, right? Like all put together. Here's my full line collection, totally. like everything. And I'm coming to the table. I'm like, mm, help me pick the fabric. Help me pick which style you like. Like, totally. I love, I love that. And it's so smart for community because it's like people love being a part of something like even mm -hmm. like we'll throw up Instagram stories and do a poll like should I get this shirt or should I not get this shirt and people love that yes you know? those get so much engagement oh my gosh exactly you're yeah. bingo that was a perfect mm -hmm. comparison it's so so smart and obviously you know we've talked about TikTok a lot but how do you feel like I've it's, it's interesting. Some people we talk to are like, I get TikTok. It's the p most p powerful platform right now. And like literally some people the, just yesterday we had a lunch. Some people are like, oh, no, it's still cringy. And we're like, no, it's not. So for people mm -hmm. who are th have a business and are debating if they should get on TikTok or not, what would be your insight for them? You know, it's interesting because TikTok, if, if you look at like the biggest influencers on Instagram or like huge businesses, sometimes they don't have the biggest followings because the connection piece of like the person to person isn't there. Right. So it really depends like what kind of business I'm, you know, or person I'm talking to, but it does help to have you relating to whether it be certain people or characters or, you know, whoever it is, um, like Duolingo, everyone's now connected with oh a bird, God. right? Yes. But they had to connect to something. They don't have the CEO stepping in there, but mm -hmm. they still have something. And that's right. why you see that taking off. So I would make sure that whatever you're doing, or there's, um, there's that swimwear brand. She did a review of skims. I don't know if mm. you ever saw her and she was like, listen, I have my own swimmer brand. This is the yes. double thickness of fabrics. Yada, yes. yada. She took the face of her business, but not all founders, not all founders are supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure like, if that's not authentic for who right. you are as a founder, there is zero pressure to do that. Totally. Yeah. And, and you shouldn't do that because it's not please authentic, authentic to you, to you. because yeah. people, please yeah. don't. people will see even yeah. like, I think that any business could really thrive on TikTok if they figure out what works for them. Because even there's that one airline, Ryan Air, mm -hmm. which never heard of in my freaking life before TikTok, <laughs> but they make funny ass TikToks and, you know, people know about them now. Not that yeah. it's going to convert to a direct ROI, but, you know, it will convert to brand awareness. brand awareness but now yeah now you know who ryan air is yeah exactly that, you know and our audience has heard of them yep <laughs> yeah exactly so so cool yeah i think it it's it's smart for everyone to take a look at i i honestly feel like it would be dumb not to like just take a look at it consider it and yeah. and think about how you can make it authentic to you yeah. you know like don't try to like we and said in the beginning start testing like test yes. the waters don't be afraid i feel yes. like 
you put so much pressure into like making it perfect. <laughs> Get on, test it. You'll yes. see what resonates, what works, and and comments are a beautiful thing. What I love is reading through comments because everyone picks up on something different. Yeah, right. like comments you think like, oh, favorite. this one thing is gonna be what takes it off, and it's like the door closing behind you. Dude, like, the right. comments are like what makes a TikTok sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I have like not laughed at a TikTok, but then gone to the comments and like cried, laughed for like ten minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's it's so, so powerful. And I love that you said test because it's so true. Everyone thinks they need to like get it perfect. And I promise you the videos you spend two hours on will perform worse than the videos you throw up. Every time. I mean, not throw up. It was just, just throw up. this last week. Yes, absolutely. Like Every time. If you just, the less effort, the better sometimes, I swear. Also, it will not take off right away. Like everyone oh, needs yeah. to have that expectation of like, it's going to take trial and error and you just got to stick with what you enjoy or, totally. you know, what, like for me, it's like, whatever I get the biggest laugh out of, I'm like, I love that. That's yeah. great. If I'm laughing, I'm doing it again. Exactly. <laughs> so, so true. I feel like we covered so, so many great yeah. bases here. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time. We do have two final questions that mm -hmm. we like to ask every guest. Um, and they can be as long or as short as you want. So the first being, what is the best piece of advice you've either ever received or have received lately? Mm. Well, I would say the best piece of advice that really like motivated me to just take that next step was actually from my previous boss, this badass woman. And she unintentionally gave me this advice. Um, she, we were talking about something that was going on internally with the company. And she said, listen, I have a lot of people that have ideas and have a very few people that actually do. And she goes, you're one of the doers. And I was like, it caught me off guard. Probably someone has said that to me in my life before. Right. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, when I heard it, I was like, why am I not doing this for me? Why am I doing this for others? And that really inspired me to try to build my own thing. So mm -hmm. what I would say is the best piece of advice is like, start doing whatever it is that you've been, you know, that I don't know if you've heard of a BHAG. It's your big, hairy, audacious goal, your BHAG, oh, <laughs> whatever no. that thing is that like, you can't stop thinking about and it keeps you up and it's been lingering for years. Do it. Like, uh, love that. Wow. I really do love that. That's so good. I even just saw, of course, TikTok. I just saw a TikTok this morning. <laughs> that was like this girl saying like, I want to be an influencer and I'm so embarrassed to say that, but why am I embarrassed to say that? <laughs> and it's like, it, if that's the big scary thing, like just go for it because why, mm -hmm. why have the what ifs? Why have yeah. the regrets? And why not hold on to it for two years, three years, <sighs> 10 years. Like what? There's no reason. Just you'll feel so fulfilled. And I also think it's that first, that first step. Like I remember first saying like I had a company or I was doing something was the scariest thing for me. Cause I right. felt back oh to that God. imposter syndrome. Totally. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this, but just own it. Own yeah. It. Just own it. There's so, there's so much growth outside of your comfort zone. Oh yeah. yeah outside of yeah. your comfort zone. <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember the first time that we were calling ourselves entrepreneurs and how we like, icky that felt. We were like, yeah. I felt so silly. I felt like someone was going to be like, oh yeah, you're an entrepreneur. Name three songs. <laughs> like, yes. I, I felt like yes. It felt like such an imposter syndrome. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. But you know, the, it's like one of those things, the more you talk about it, the more you are it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You have to 
speak it into existence talk to it with your friends talk to it with your family like talk about it like you're already it and then you'll be it like that's Mm -hmm. really it's it can be it can be so simple yeah and I mean, even like, I remember it's kind of off topic, but I remember when we first got into modeling even, and like, I, you know, like I was like bullied in high school or whatever, but like in college, when I really started modeling, like I felt so weird when someone would be like, Oh, look, what do you do? And I'd be like, uh, I'm a model, you know, like yeah. even you're like Am any, I? any new phase of your life where you're coming into this next version of yourself is going to be scary. You just have to take it in stride and know that yeah. it gets easier and own it, own it. Mm -hmm. okay our next question um it is what is your best biz pro tip so this could be something as simple as like an app that you swear by or time time management tip anything leader leadership yeah thing so i I would say it's going to go back to that 80 20 thing um Mm -hmm. because i've been trying to run it like 200 percent before and you just get Mm -hmm. nowhere and there's always something you can do both of you guys are probably sit here and name 15 things that you could do to for the podcast or for your influencer Mm -hmm. company it's so easy we have a whole list but if you don't stop and say okay hold on first of all where am i going and what are the most crucial pieces of getting there that is invaluable like for me personally i know that i could be posting on 18 different platforms building out email flows you know yeah starting an influence like a whole influencer campaign etc but I know that TikTok is invaluable for me. And mm. if I put my energy there and I have the, I have the infrastructure of email behind it, I'm good. Yeah. Like, yeah. but that's my 80, 20. So that's my 80, 20. That. That's awesome. That's and honestly, yeah. And inspiring. I think the both of us to really sit down. Cause it's so easy to just have the to-do list of things that you need to do yeah. and ideas and this and that, and all the platforms, uh, like I'm on start five a platforms. blog and then post on LinkedIn. And like, yeah. you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't have enough time to do all of these things. Mm-hmm. But what's yeah. the 80, 20. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so good. And it's, it's so, it's so smart too, because it's like, why would you fucking stress yourself out about doing a million other little things when if you really just hone in and put a really strong 20% into whatever it is you'll you have to but you also have to know what your 20 is of so course. if you don't yeah. know what your 20 is yeah you're gonna have to dabble in a few different ponds right yeah mm-hmm. but Do then once trial you find and error. that you can prioritize it yeah our 20 percent is tiktok yeah i mean and i think it should be for most people honestly Honestly, no it's i mean it's at that point where it really should be because it does trickle down into like all the other platforms so it's like you're posting there the other ones are bound to grow Mm -hmm. this has been so so good what what a pleasure speaking with you today and getting to know you and your story if our followers and our audience want to follow you and learn more about you where can they follow you at yeah, you can follow me at Ellie Leonard Official on TikTok or just Ellie Leonard on Instagram. Cool. Love that. So, and so what good. is uh, Levels Instagram? Yes. It's at Level Active on all platforms and levelactive.co for the website. Amazing. Beautiful. We'll make sure to leave the link for you guys and her handles. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know. Tag us. Put us on your stories. Let us know you enjoyed it and you're listening. And that's it. We'll see you next week for another episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.